on the Spencer's of Pez. Goking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest. Watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. <laughs> Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary. And add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboy! It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host, the Snow White to my huntsman, Derek McGuire! I am the savior of the land. You're Kirsten Stewart. This is Derek... Oh, you son of a... I'm Derek McGuire, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting from the undisclosed location known as the Lopez Safe House. Shh! Sorry, uh, on Wednesday, May 30th, 2012, we have got a good show for you tonight. We're going to be talking about the new 52 annuals that are coming out from D.C. D.C. is trying to emulate the U.K. and doing super spectacular magazines for kids. Uh, Star Trek Doctor Who came out. And then in movies, we'll talk about Snow White and the Huntsman. Ooh. Uh, we're going to t- we've saved just for long the, G- the story of the delay of G.I. Joe 2, the G.I. Joe movie we wanted to see. What supervillain mysteriously shows up in Iron Man 3? Mm-hmm. And what does Simon Pegg have to say about Star Trek 2? And what has Rick a little shaken up the last time he went to see the Avengers? Oh. And then we're going to talk about returning TV shows and what's got Lon and Nate excited. But first, of course, I've got next that to That sounds me. like a really good show. That's uh, amazing. Let's hope you we can actually all, live up to it. All the uh, and then, of course, and then we'll, we'll go on... Uh, on Primrose Paths that we call uh, distractions because Lon suddenly gets an idea. I'm to my back. right is the announcer, <laughs> the huntsman to my seven dwarves. What? Yes. Uh, Lon, glad I'm back, Lopez. And Hello, everyone at home. Sorry I couldn't be here last podcast. At the end of the off-weight table is a man in a flash shirt. I am Nate Costa, and my car is still in Los Banos, oh, aka so sorry about the that. city of bathrooms. <laughs> yes, but what comic book store did you go to there? I went to Comics Plus. Let's uh, give nice it a shout out. Shop. Comics Plus, nice little shop in Los Banos, yeah. huh? Yeah. <coughs> What's the guy's name? Randy. That's Randy's a, a good guy. It's, a, hey, it's, a, it's actually a really good shop for a, nice. for a town that's uh, that's kind that's of not a good isolated. Town. Yeah, uh, I won't say that. No, I said it. Doesn't okay. that mean the bathrooms? Yeah, the baths. No, the bathrooms. Okay, uh, okay Los, Lon Lopez knows his Spanish. Okay, See. and uh, across from me, sitting hola. here going, "Why did I come down hola. here?" Tonight? Did he just say "hola"? He did. Uh, it's pronounced "hola." Hola. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Huevos. Yes. Who is it? Ahua. I don't know. I'm, I'm done. Go oh, ahead. okay. He should announce himself so we can move on. Yes, I'm waiting. I'm Raul. Uh, okay, good, Raul. Great. And Rick uh, Brett Snyder. Okay. Right I, here. I just quick want to say happy birthday to a longtime contributor and uh, who's worked with us with the uh, North Hollywood Inquisitor. Exquisitor. Oh. Exquisitor. Exquisitor. Uh, they, <laughs> hey, their readership went up to six. He that's, sent me a mail today telling me that. That's so. true. Happy birthday, Billy. Billy Karen. Sir Billiam of Karen. Yes. But so. guess what time it is, Derek? Game time? Is it? 
Is it mail time? It's not uncanny. We got fanny mail. Excellent. So, Lon, you've got that on your smartphone. Oh, yes. I did want to also announce that I am uh, seeing someone new this week. Yeah. Her name is Siri. Uh-huh. And I love her. This was done on a Big Bang Theory episode. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. it was. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. Must have been all... Never mind. I won't say it. Anyways, uh, this week's uh, letter of the week... It's my fault. I know. I letter know. of the week comes from a Mr. Trump. Trent. That's the only name he left. Right. At least we can call him Trent. Okay. Well, from Trent, from I don't, he didn't say where. Trent from Trent, Michigan. Trent from Trentsville. Uh, he wrote a big, long response about the Avengers movies and my Avengers oh, yeah, gripes. Yes. Yes. And if we went into it. He did shut you down on a number of them. I don't know about shut me he down. Shut he counterpointed down. me, sure. Yeah. Sure, I'll give him that. I don't know about shutting me down. Lon's too big to be shut down. He well, nailed I'm just it. saying. I'm you just can't saying. shut him down. You can only hope to contain him. Interesting. Anyways, so we won't go through the whole thing, but let's just... Uh, I have an army. Let's we just, have a lawn. Yeah, let's okay. read the very beginning. Just a hi, guys, long-time listener, and look forward to the show every week. I enjoy the comments and reviews. On your recent episode, Lon had a few nits to pick on the Avengers, and here are my answers. Uh, like I said, it's way too long just to go into it, but like I said, good responses. We all enjoyed it. Uh, he, how come when it disagrees with this us? This how we deal with counter arguments. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. That's, you that's make some really long. good points that we're not going to talk about. Well, yeah. no, no. If, if we want, I'll read them. That's Do cool. It, read but the whole thing. Do read the whole thing. You want to read the whole thing? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah he spent right. the time to type. For it. God's sake, Rick and I were on a, on a Bacon po- panel for an hour and a half just talking about this movie. Okay, cool. Well, There's no time limit in the, the safe Avengers. house. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Um, here's the first one. Who briefed Thor? He shows up. And knows what's going on from the get-go. I agree. The only answer I could come up with is they, Odin and Heimdall, uh, he put Hemdial, um, were watching from Asgard and they briefed and sent Thor. What was it about Makes the, sense. the Ravens? Deleted scene. Oh, that actually uh, when Thor, and I think it was actually, it might have been a follow-up email from Mr. Trent, that when, uh, when Thor and Loki land on the mountainside, two ravens fly by. Hugin oh. and Munin, which are the ravens of Odin who watch for him and are the observers. Get the F out of here. That he gave here. up really? his eye for, right? Yes, that he gave up his eye for, yes. So two ravens flew Thor to the mountain. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. They land, two ravens fly They're off. Odin's eye. They're, they, Odin, they're Odin's they spokes. They go off in, in the comics. Yeah, yeah. So Where did we hear this? I, it may have been a follow-up from... Uh, I'll have to pay attention to that next time I watch the Avengers. Well, I, I think I brought it up from it, but yeah. I think it was that... Because if that's the case, then I it's stand subtle. corrected. There is subtle geekness, like, yep. who's going to get that? You're yeah. quite right, but still. But I, you know what, I appreciate it. I will the next time I watch it. But you know exactly. what, then? I want the scene of Thor talking to two ravens. I want to go, nah, thanks, nah, guys. Nah. And him going, what? What's going on? Yeah. Huh. Oh, I'll <laughs> okay. go right there. Timmy it's a, fell it's out a well. One of them's so ravens. <laughs> Thor and the Ravens. Thor, that's so Ravens. <laughs> Volstagg okay. fell down or well? All right, here's the next one. And he's stuck at the mouth of it. <laughs> Why did Captain America ask the Black Widow if she could fly the jet? That was what I had posed. Right. Yes. If you notice, both times they flew, she was in the front passenger seat using the weapons. A nameless shield agent and later Hawkeye were in the driver's seat. Okay, I'll, st- I'll, yeah, I'll go I, for that. I, the third time I yeah. saw it, I was looking for that, too. Okay, so. I'll go for that. <laughs> Although, that's pretty chauvinistic of Captain America. Uh, he comes from a chauvinist time. 1945 I, was I yesterday agree. for I him. agree. You're the same guy who, when the uh, first <laughs> t- uh, teaser came out, 
You're like, hey, you got all the superheroes, and then Black Widow cocks her gun, and you're like, hey, get behind me, honey. <laughs> that came out of your mouth, Lon. I'm admittedly a and, chauvinist. Uh, yeah, he refers to women as chicks. I love them. Who does that? I love them. I don't. Oh. All right, so now then, Mr. Trent has, uh, has his own nitpicks. Mm. So not only did Lon have some problems, but Mr. Trent did. So obviously, there are some others out there you, like me. Do you know what a nit is? A nitwit? I don't know what. It's something very tiny. I understand. So when I call you a nitwit, it's referring to the size of your intellect. Oh, that makes sense now. I think. Smaller than a grain of rice. All right, here we go. Mr. Trent says, number one, when they are leaving the shield base in the beginning, Loki is slightly slumped over in pain as they load him into the back of the truck. Why? I think he's just he's just saying, I'm in the back of a truck. Well, no, I believe uh, when he first came through that portal, he was in pain. If you notice, he, yeah. he's, he yeah, he's kind of pale. He's very pale and clammy. There's yeah. been a thing like that. Like and he that, looked, oh, okay. that like he got punched in the gut. Took him took a lot out. And of then him. he takes out all the shield agents in the room. And then he's well, back he's in got the that scepter again. to do the work for him. But you and see a few I, times he does kind of stumble. Seen, have you seen the Lego set? No, it's Loki in the back of the truck. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, though, I went and rewatched it again, and when Loki came through, two ravens flew by, and uh-huh. they made him sick. No, those were Blue Jays. Okay, <laughs> number two. When Fury goes to recruit Cap, Cap's Cap is hitting a heavy bag. He knocks it off the chain, goes to a pile of heavy bags on the floor, and puts up a new one at the end of the at, puts up a new one right. at the end of the scene. He goes back over to a pile of heavy bags, picks another up, and takes it with him. Why is it that his was favorite? His heavy, you know, his he, heavy bag. he might be right that it's a heavy bag, but I thought it was a duffel bag. Like he had his stuff. No, he took one with him. No, I'm pretty sure it was one. No, 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 I know, but, but I mean, chains I, on the front. I, I, I wasn't noticing that. I just he needs like to he punch stuff. Seriously. I think it's, he's it's got to take it to wherever, yeah. wherever yes, S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to have him, he needs a, a heavy bag. bag. Plus, yeah. going back to the whole man lost in time, back then when men got frustrated, let's say, they punched. they punched things instead of, you know, relieving in other ways. That's all we'll say. Let's just say Captain that, America needed Siri. Yes, exactly. Well, he, you know, he missed his date in that movie. I know. Please and he kept thinking Don't, of her. On, we both wept over that. That was so sad. So sad. Number it was, three. It was the only time I thought you were worth redeeming, Lon. Yeah. Number three. Who briefed Loki? In Berlin, Captain America shows up. Loki takes one look at him and goes, "Oh, the soldier. How did he know who he was? How did he know about the Hulk and the rest?" The simple answer is. Hawkeye told him. Hawkeye. But Fury knew he had been compromised, and it didn't seem that Fury was free with his Avengers plan. Plus, if Hawkeye is compromised and knows your plans, shouldn't you change it? Interesting. I took Hawk- that scene myself, I, personally. No, because Loki later tells Black Widow that, that Clint told him everything. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed that that was true. And if not... Hawkeye wasn't compromised until Loki touched him with the staff. Right, with the mind gem. So, and then, and then the doctor, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, and, was also... And Hawkeye he was, like, watched, was watched Thor. You know, he, he's, he's been on point on the Not only that, but Loki is Loki. And as we saw from the end oh, of... Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, He's been with Skarsgård from the beginning. Yeah, but I also just think that that's, that line could have been read a different way in the sense that 
the person who shows up to defend the people is also a, known as a yeah, soldier. Yeah, yeah, but I also, so he's just speaking in general. But not, I would also say the doctor being working on the Tesseract, and they make a big point of that it's the one that the Red Skull got at the end. You know, it's like that they know that if he's looked, if Stellan Skarsgård had looked at the file, even if he hadn't met Captain America, mm-hmm. yeah. he's looked at the file, realized that's what's happened. Well, then why didn't he call him, oh, the captain? Why did he say, oh, he's the, the soldier? soldier. He's, because because he's the diminishing the monster. I just think he's diminishing him by saying you're just a soldier. You're nothing special. Right, right. And he's right, also Loki, so he knows Yes, yeah. because he's Loki. Pardon me. <laughs> Okay, number four. Don't worry, there's not many left. S.H.I.E.L.D. is trying to build weapons with a Tesseract for defense, but haven't succeeded. Hydra made weapons in World War II. Those weapons were recovered, as was the cube. They had Zola in custody. See the first Avenger. Also, Stark's father is a founder of S.H.I.E.L.D. It seems ridiculous that they couldn't make functioning weapons in the 65 years they had. I think they were trying Responses? to do more than just make guns that disintegrate things. I think yeah, I they think were trying to harness those are pretty the power. Big deals, though. No, I know, but they already had a collection of those that they took from Hydra. Or and then, then Cap found them. Yeah, right. right. So they had them in storage. So yeah. they how, had come, them. how come they didn't arm every Shield officer one of those things? Well, maybe they're it's a movie. Well, how many? Guys? I think the other thing you got to pay attention to is that Nick Fury is like working schemes within schemes. Why would the Shield helicarrier just be keeping those weapons around? On the helicarrier, where Captain America can. Well, I find thought that them. was part of. Well, that was their uh, at the that beginning. Was he was saying course. he was saying get all the uh, the level two stuff oh, out yeah, of here, true, right? And I'm true. pretty sure that's what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that is level two. But I also think there was some, there's some truth to it, uh, using it as an energy source, and we know from Iron Man two, as awkwardly scripted as that film is, that the whole thing of uh, the the new uh, power source for Tony Stark, the new element, is clearly based off of the work. That Howard Stark had been doing with the Cosmic Cube, with the and I'm, I'm going to throw Tesseract. I'm going to throw something else mm-hmm. out there too. Wasn't the whole point of them working on the Tesseract, meaning, or was it the fact that they didn't quite know how to turn it on and get it going right. and get right. it started? So maybe their weapons couldn't work because so Howard, the Cube yeah, hadn't been yeah. and Howard Stark been might, might be a genius, but he didn't. He's clearly all, not as smart as his son. And that was a point hammered home in Iron Man 2 as yeah. well. And so when Loki opened up the other side, maybe it fired it up. Right, right, right. Sent all the... I don't right, freaking right. know. Number five. S.H.I.E.L.D. never sends any troops to help during the big battle. I know they said the carrier was damaged, but the comic fury would load up some troops and help at least along the perimeter. That's a really good we point. We did talk about this on the, on uh, the panel. On the panel. Yeah. And I would say the big thing is that, again, this is, this is Fury's ploy. That basically the aliens... All the alien races out there, because he doesn't know who they all are, but the word has to get out. It's not that the human soldiers, it has to be the Avengers. Why? That's up to I'm not going to question Samuel L. Jackson. Why wouldn't you want if you all recall, alien races to know that every you, single Earth man if you is recall, a threat? If you recall five years ago, I sat down with Samuel L. Jackson. I was uncomfortable questioning him then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to question him now. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. No, you can question. You'd, you'd be afraid of questioning him. But oh, you can he's question a, Nick Fury. He stared me down. No, no it was he scary. loved you. Oh, he were loved you there? You. Yeah, that's right. My you. wife needs a shot. That's Number right. seven. And we were the first to ask him about playing Nick Fury. Number seven. War Machine? Uh, I call that contract. I call yeah, that not an Avenger ever. Not an Avenger. Well, it wasn't Does a West Coast Avenger. Well, yeah, maybe. Well, he was technically an Avenger when he took over for. Iron Man during his uh, booze years. Yeah, yeah but mean, then he was as Iron Man. Man. You know, contract A, uh, he's 
part of the Iron Maniverse. True, but this, this does Avengers-verse. this does speak to the cultural diversity of the Avengers team. I actually think that they're all a bunch of whiteies. War Machine, no, yeah, War but Machine their leader is an African American in Nick Fury. War Machine um, diminishes Iron Man. The the yeah. the idea that you can put anyone in a suit and they can be even partially as effective, and I think that's we've got a little bit coming up but, on. And I would uh, also say the thing is that War Machine, like, there are things that happen in the movie because in the dynamics of storytelling they have to happen. Mm-hmm. Why does Thor not catch Iron Man when he falls from the portal? Is because it has to be Hulk finally pay, repaying the debt of Tony Stark. Convincing Bruce Banner to let him out, and all already knowing, or and, just and, and the fact that Hulk's being a hero, and establishing that there's a friendship, right, right, right. So um, the same thing with War Machine <laughs> is that he's not going to work. If he, even if he's as powerful as Tony Stark, War Machine is not powered from a device in his chest. Right. So how did he operate it? That's what, that it's was my a, always it's problem. Just a, it's just a, different, a, a different, a, a different power. Source. But you know what? Though? That also brings up a good question. Remember all those robots they made in Iron Man Two? Ivan Vanko yes. is. Yes. Yeah, how come there's not an army of those guys that shield control? That's, that's the problem because I mean, they they were too easy to take over. Yeah, and anybody, but if shield anybody was, with an RC helicopter bought at Sharper Image huh. can uh, subvert them. With I would a, just think that if you got aliens coming to your 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 town, have some of those guys hanging out. Well, you this know is I mean? this is the question, and this actually they got into this in Civil War, which was why doesn't Stark make every Avenger who's kind of a soft target? a suit of armor to protect him. And yeah. he did that with Spider-Man. When Spider-Man joined the Avengers, yeah. he made the Iron Spider costume for Peter to protect him. Yeah. And why he hasn't done that for, like, the Wasp, or, well, maybe the Wasp be problematic, but, you know, why there doesn't Hawkeye have a... issue with that. Yeah, why doesn't Hawkeye have have a suit? And when they did one of the... Because armor all is expensive, you know one what of, I mean? One of, the, uh, one of the cartoon series with uh, the Avengers had them all in, like, Iron Man suits. Oh, that crappy one! And that was, was really horrible. But that part ever. Of, that part of it made sense, though. It's kind of like why? Do, why do you put Superman in armor? Well, sometimes he gets powered down, and that armor kind of makes sense. Number eight. I almost want to have Tom Galloway on this podcast just to watch you two nod each other's faces. Okay, <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> we bonded. Number eight. Oh, no, Thor scary. takes Loki <laughs> and the cube, or the tesseract, back to Asgard. What happened to Loki's staff last seen in the widow's hands? My guess, they put it in a case and stuck it on the helicarrier. I'm saying, I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think that... It, that, that it's got to be studied. If there's a dangling pl- plot thread, it's coming up again. Mm-hmm. Did anyone get the feeling that Loki knew he made a bad deal with Six Finger? Yes. Definitely. A couple times. I got Definitely. the feeling that he knew he was in over his head. I brought that point up at the, at the panel, and I have also thought it, I'd also thought it before, and I wrote back to uh, Mr. Trent there and said, yeah, I, uh, I felt like, because that first time that Loki's kind of sitting there and flashes back to being with the other, yeah. which is the mm-hmm. official char- name of the character. I like Six Finger better. I do like Six mm-hmm. Finger. Um, the, but uh, when he flashes back, and he's like, he's, I, which is also why I think Loki looks pained, is I think that there's some kind of psychic chain. Connector. Connector, something painful because you sure it wasn't just a bad memory. <coughs> he he, no, he, he had some he, bad he tie. Just like he's just been hit. He's got kind of like a house arrest. Thing I going think on. that I, yeah, I think they're I think that they are controlling him on an astral plane. I was going to say astral plane, and I think that uh, I think that certainly by the end, it's like his plane. ego is that he's going to he know he wants the Avengers to win, 
and uh, which is why he gives or up. Or he wants to be the one to defeat the Avengers because he is Loki. Right. But, but I would also say that it's you know, he knows that he can't get out of his deal with the Chitauri. Right. But if he gets defeated by the Avengers, he'll at least get be safe back in Asgard and not... Not right. at the mercy of Thanos. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow, you guys thought really hard on this. Well, which is what I love it. Look, we've seen the movie several times, and that's what makes it each time and you we'll go see and it see it several new. more. Oh yes. Uh, did anyone think that when Thor pulled Loki's small knife out of his side and dropped it, Clor? I did not. Think no, Clor. I did not think. Yeah, that. I don't think mm-hmm. any of us did. I think, but Clor. But I appreciated that he said Clor. Yeah. I'm sure that most of my nits will be answered in the 30 minutes of cut footage on the Blu-ray. I bet item 47. Is Loki's staff. We just answered them. Yes, but no, but it's his email. And, and the, there are a bunch of deleted se- scenes, and there is a short film called Item 47. Mm. Oh. And it's, gonna, oh. it's going to be on the Avengers Blu ray. Okay. Item 47 is the Infinity Gauntlet. No, no Item 47 is Ant Man. I think it's Ant Man. I think it's Pim. No, Item 47. Pim Particles. In closing, I would like to say that this is the best movie of the summer, and I think all the rest will pale in comparison. Only Joss Whedon could make such an entertaining movie out of such a mixed bag of characters. The disillusioned soldier, the older black man with load of secrets, the sexy woman with a past, the sharpshooter, the mechanical wizard, and the mouse that becomes a lethal weapon on a damaged flying ship that fight the good fight against overwhelming odds and wins. I mean... He made it once already back in 2005. <laughs> See what he did there? Anyone? Item 47 is going to be, spoilers on, LMD Coulson. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Okay. Wait a minute. You're saying they're going to bring Coulson out back as an LMD? Or maybe Coulson was already an LMD. LMD. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Coulson only is an LMD. So thank you for writing in, Mr. Trent. Uh, Those of you that are listening home, see what happens when you do actually write to the Fanny Mail address. I would just say... We address your letters, we talk about it, we discuss, and it's like you're here sitting at the table with us. Here's a posit. Coulson is an OMD who eventually becomes... A real boy. The Vision. The Vision. Yeah, I think uh, you're not the first person to say that one either. No? No, actually, there was an interview with... uh, with, uh, Clark Gregg uh, on Ain't Cool News, where he said he somebody said that like the interviewer. I think it was Quint. Asset. I just I Nate was. The I'm one not who saying that you're not clever and creative for coming up. Thanks, with it. I'm Dad. just saying it's been out there. Because I need now go to your room. I'm, uh, Item forty seven safe house. Do we, we have, have, do we have something else to talk about tonight. No, uh, we want to talk about the number one movie in the country for the last four That's weeks. It. And I can say honestly, so far he's absolutely right. It is best movie of the summer. I totally I have not seen anything that's come close. It's been the best movie for the last several summers. I enjoyed... (laughs) I can't think of a movie that I've enjoyed better in the I enjoyed Men in Black 3, but not nearly as much as Avengers. So, you know, uh, and I doubt that Amazing Spider-Man is going to come close. Maybe Dark Knight Rises will. I don't know. I don't think it's going to. Well, you know what movie's not going to... Oh, wait. We'll save that for movies. Right. Let's talk comics. Comics. This is a comic podcast. We might as well. We might as well. We might as well. Uh, so today, DC started uh, releasing annuals. Which have they done that for the last couple of years? Have you guys, I mean, Marvel. I know Marvel's been doing it. I don't remember if DC. I had think been doing there it. was it's really a Batmanual and a Detective uh, Comics annual. Batmanual. I think it was like See a two part, two or three From part story that went uh, Batman annual and okay. crossed over. Yeah. if I recall. 
I don't know if it was last year or not. But Okay, so I picked up the two manuals that were released today. It was Animal Man, which tells the story of an earlier Animal Man and an earlier Swamp Thing meeting to... So kind of precursing the crossover that's going to happen a, in the Is two. it a solitary story that you don't have to read it? Read um, it just it does Could tell you, you recommend where, it, it to tells somebody? tells you where it fits in the continuity. Was curious? I think it was a decently told story that then would set sets up that, yes, hopefully you'd want to go and then buy it. Is it the Animal Man artist or is it the Swamp Thing artist? Uh, I, or is it, it was somebody new. It was somebody, somebody new, else new. Who looks somewhere in between the two. Okay. Uh, so I, I thought that was pretty good. Uh Think that was Scott Snyder, and then Batman Annual uh, adds a little something to Mister Freeze, still taking place in the midst of the uh, Night of the Owls, uh-huh. uh, but because uh, he's one of the targets, a story focusing on Mister Freeze, right? And it's interesting because I think it added something new to the Mister Freeze mythos without necessarily invalidating anything that had been pre-Flashpoint about him. Although someone just told me, basically have you had you been following Batman? You, I think you had been, Lon been reading it regularly before Flashpoint? or no. I was. Oh, I've been you, following Mr. Freeze. I had, I've been reading them all before Flashpoint. Okay, and some. Uh, I think I read that, that uh, Mr. Freeze's wife, Nora, had been resurrected and and become a supervillain that was flame-based so that he could never touch his wife. His, I don't remember that. Guys, I don't remember okay, that. Okay, so I just have a question. In this new book, does Mr. Freeze say, Kill the heroes! No, thank God. It's really oh, I, you know I was darn. thinking about that though today. It's like it's really hard for me to imagine Victor Freeze speaking in uh, in the Arnold Austrian accent. accent. Yeah. Mm. Um, so uh, it was it was a really creepy story. Really well, I love Scott Snyder's writing. Does he yeah. say, "Remember my name"? It'll be the chilling sound of your doom. Does he say that? Chill out. Chill out. <laughs> we thank all love for, that movie. Thank you for reminding me of the worst superhero movie ever what? made. Uh, no, that's the not worst. True. Howard the Duck. Steel is the worst. Oh, okay. uh, Until you sat through Steel. What about the Bill, Cos- Bill Cosby one? Oh, yeah, oh, there have been some bad ones. Oh, my God. The Leonard, uh, and Leonard Part, Part 6. Marvel. Part 6. Uh, we count that one? I haven't uh, Electra. I, I think okay, Catwoman's worse than Electra. Uh, yeah, it might Wolverine. Be. Marvel Origins. Yeah. X-Men. No, that's so bad. much better than Catwoman or any of the other ones X- you mentioned. Yeah. So today also uh, DC released a magazine for kids to tie into It's called Mad. It's called... No, no, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, DC you mean Nation, another magazine. DC Nation Super Spectacular. No, oh, I Super saw Heroes. that on the, the newsstands today. Yeah. I was tempted to buy it. Was that a number one? <laughs> number one. So you've got it. a super and spectacular... In one book, yes, it is a super spectacular, which fe- it features. A which story means it's really awesome for the Greenland. It's really awesome and series, it's big. A story from Young Justice, and so uh, it ties in with DC Nation and a DC uh, short. TV right, channel. It's tying in yeah. with the DC, uh, yes, and there's a little thing on Plastic Man to tie in with the shorts that are coming. Well, it makes sense. And then uh, through comics o- or disguised, disguising on top of the Comicsology app is a DC Nation app. For your did you flip through it? Did you buy it? I did buy it for Luke. Yeah. Um, did you flip through it yet? Yes. Does it? Have any comics actually? In yes. It? Good. No, it has two, it has three stories. It okay, has three good. Full, uh, so Green Lantern, Young Justice, and I want to say them was. Sued. Oh, so it's a comics magazine. So it has yes. actual comics inside with, uh, with puzzles and games as well. Uh, okay, so it's, so like, it's not know, like a. Remember those old school Scholastic like bananas? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's a it's a ma- it, it is a magazine. But then you also have like like a code to go and get your DC Nation okay, app. Okay, that could be and fun. Then you can download the first issue of Young Justice. The code is no. Be sure no. to. I will not be team. part of a fraud Ashton. on DC. Shh. 
Okay. I will. It's point, not like I will point to Warner lawyers at you. The code is, code is easily accessible by flipping Shh, through the. Book. I know that. Shh. But an eight-year-old might not figure that out. So That's true. Not that an eight-year-old is listening. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. But as a parent, a crummy commercial. <laughs> but actually, you know, that was a that was kind of a scandal this week on Reddit.com. Someone had posted a a method of of uh, saving your comicsology books, turning them into uh, CBZ uh, files, so that you could you could actually keep your you could actually access them after you've paid for them in the, the app yeah. updates. Yes, uh, and so comicsology wow. shut them down. Oh, thanks, comicsology, for taking away what I've already paid, paid for. for. Right. So uh, you know, there's that controversy, and I'm just uh, you know, we'll see. It made, me, it made me scared and angry that, of course, I had finally, uh, you know, given over to getting some digital stuff. And then I thought about it and going, it's not like I'm really necessarily no. going to reread those things ever again. Not, you know? not doing it anymore. Not, not doing it. That. Really, you I'm who not doing were anymore. trying to convince me to get actually, that? no, I do have I do have some news around that line. Okay, uh, Kickstarter project. Uh, everyone knows who ki- what Kickstarter is. It's a uh, it's it's crowdfunding for projects. Right. Uh, a lot of board games, a lot of video games. We all know about the a lot of um, lot of things. We all know about the uh, the incredible amounts of money that have been paid for. Uh, Superfine was it uh, the video arc- arcade game? But Dave Sims, Cerebus, mm-hmm. the high society book. Yes, is going one of the di- best it's Cerebus going, stories. It's yes. absolutely uh, funny, poignant, tragic, uh, incredibly funny. With but you, you listeners can't see this, but Rick is visibly. I am, I'm excited. excited. I, I funded this like like 15 minutes after it went live. Um, Several times, 600 pages. And then he had a sandwich. Yeah. And, came back, uh, funded it some more. Digital with with uh, audio uh, audio uh, backing. They're recording audio for uh-huh. for the pages. Um, you can you can get the uh, the whole of it for like thirty bucks of a Kickstarter yeah. project. It went live yesterday. They've already gone double over what their target was. They've they're now setting new targets. And Dave Sims says he's going to he's likely going to do all the books now. But a Cerebus would be just the perfect traveling companion. Those stories are great. Uh, okay, I was going to beg to differ. I found him rather surly. Uh, and I <laughs> well, did not think I would enjoy traveling yes, but with if Cerebus. You're having trouble with the I front desk. I do not want to travel with an sense. earth pig born. You want to send Cerebus did down to deal with it. Did they ever make a cartoon or movie on that? A couple. No. A couple little ones. No, they did, they, uh, they did some um, shorts of, of Cerebus as a young wizard. Where? Uh, I I used to have them on my uh, they they were uh, ran on the Macintosh back in the black and white Mac days. Yeah. Wow, a piece of comics history I did not know. Yeah, there were there they were very like long, a, a couple minutes long. From these remember the, I want uh, the Doom DVD. Remember no. the Spawn Cerebus crossover? Yes. yes, and that's one of the I was one so of the, excited about one that. of the a lot of the that's a lot of the upper um, funding in the in the Kickstarter are Dave Sims will do drawings for you. And there's uh, there's the Spawn Cerebus uh, print. He's redoing that one. And well, speaking of uh, check it out. No, speaking of funding projects too, I believe Trickster is looking for some funding through Indiegogo for their Comic Con presentation this year. So if you're okay. fans of Trickster, look them up online. Who's Trickster? And fund them. Uh, they're, the, they're the alternative artists, the indie artists that went to the wine bar last year. So it's kind of a it's kind and of our a friend Scott, Scott Morse. Morse. 
Uh, so it's kind of like the slam dance of Comic-Con. So again, okay. you know, if you could not get into Comic-Con but still want to head down to downtown San Diego during that time, there are uh, plenty of events that are outside of the convention center. And there was Trickster a wine bar event, and I didn't go to it. You know, I just realized if I wanted to... I know, I don't understand how that escaped uh, your notice. We talked about it several times on the podcast, too. missed it. You were... Th- oh, you were drinking at the time. Probably. We've got to talk to you. Now that we... We're all friends it's here, It's an intervention, right? I just figured Damn. that you could go to Comic-Con. Because not ever have to step and not have to go inside, inside Comic-Con. You could stand in line for Hall H and never go inside and just get that outdoor experience. <laughs> you go Good. across the street to the Trickster. You could stand in line to any of the other stuff that's being offered across There's the like street. A, get your Pan Am uh, bag. Petco Park is going to have like a Walking zombie, Dead interactive yeah, yeah. experience. I've heard oh. some news on this. Uh-oh. I'm a you can, This is from the mouth of David Tapia, who we know is always right. Oh, yeah, he is. You know why? Because i, I got to say this. I'm going to put it right out here. I have powered through this week seven and a half episodes of Game of Thrones. And from episode one, I'm like, damn it. Dave was right. Peter Dinklage totally deserved the Emmy. <laughs> yeah. So Dave says, from articles that he's read, there are three different levels, I guess, of the zombie, ex- the Walking Dead experience at Petco. You can go and just be a spectator, which he said is free. You can go and pay a certain amount of money to and be, be a victim. A victim, yeah. Like you're going to no! be on the like on the field. You're a survivor, not a victim. And then you can pay and be a zombie and walk around trying to attack the survivors, <laughs> and you pay for that as well. What are you doing, like LARPing or something? I, it sounded like LARPing, but I'm assuming they put you in some kind of makeup if you're paying this I don't money. Know, I think it's, Given recent it's news LARPing, events. it's dead action. I think oh, yeah. this is like someone's actually trying to orchestrate the zombie apocalypse, right. and it's exactly how I knew it was going to go down. They were going to start it at a comics convention, and no one would notice until it was too late. Zombies versus fanboys. Yeah. It's a comic. It's out right now. It's I know, telling I, the future. I, I am really bitter because I had that idea, too. Of the dead. But what do they give you? Like Nerf guns and Nerf swords uh, and bats? Which are useless against zombies! Well, they're fake, not real zombies, zombies, Derek. That's what they're telling you it's now. Like, it's like paintball. But they're going to give it's you bath system. salts. <laughs> and then somebody be chewing on your face. Yes. Well, that's not and the getting only shot incident this and week. not caring no. that they've been shot. That's not the only incident well, this week. What's the other you know, incident? Uh, uh, was it in New Jersey? A guy... Uh, a homeless guy? A homeless guy was uh, cornered by police and he took a knife and cut himself open and tossed his own intestines that's at the police. That's not zombie. That's a druggie. That's different. I, beside the point, it just seems... That requires brain power. That requires yeah. a knife. Uh, yeah. It's more like crossed by Garth Ennis from Avatar Press. Either way, I'm not happy about right. it. Cocaine so, is a hell of a drug. So you're oh just going to stay in the audience, right? <laughs> I'm going to stay far away from Petco Park. <laughs> I'm going to be... I'll pay for you to be a victim. How about I'm that? I'm going to be in the small press... It's a survivor, Rick. A survivor. Victim is on me. No, I'm I going to... I will pay you know, for your admission to victim. I'm See, sorry. When I, I went, I paid for other people to crawl on me. I'm going to make this an explicit podcast by saying, quite politely, fuck you. Oh! <laughs> so, um... That was quite polite. I'm going to be. Time. Uh, I'm going to be in the small press area signing for Bill Lugosi's Tales from the Grave. Number one, uh, somewhat ironically, signing a horror comic. But uh, you know, it's okay. Mm. Uh, so, uh, the other crossover, though, that I want to mention was that Star Trek Doctor Who came out today. Star Trek: yes. The Next Generation Doctor Who from IDW. 
Uh, Rick and I, neither of us have had a chance to read it yet, but uh, next week we'll be uh, eager to talk about Did it. Did you perhaps. see that the two covers are almost the same? I don't one's care. just kind of painted and the other one's dry. I didn't buy the, buy, you know, I'm not dry. buying it for the alternate covers, I'm buying it for the story. Just as I enjoyed the Star Trek Legion of Superheroes yes. crossover. Can I yes. say something about painted covers real quick? Yes, you may. <coughs> the Incredible Hulk recently, Incredible Hulk, not Hulk, has had beautiful painted covers like the last three or four issues. Yeah. And the interior art is horrible. <laughs> Welcome to comics. It's like a Blue Water Press book. I've never looked at the inside of a Blue Rider Press book. You'd be, you'd be horribly disappointed. Uh, and yet the covers are always interesting. Oh, it's like the, I mean, uh, I don't want to say a, you know, I, I'm not a comic book artist. I can't draw. But the interior art on Hulk for the last maybe two issues is just poor. And it is infuriating because the covers are awesome. Well, it was like all the, what is it, gold? It was, who did, uh, like, Star Trek and Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea? And uh, gold Key. It books, was Gold Key. I don't know who the artist was, but, but those, those were always beautiful painted covers. Beautiful painted covers, and then you look at the inside art, and it's like bad Gray Morrow art. Just but it's still better than what we're, what, uh, I've I seen imagine. some really horrendous stuff. I imagine. And but I did, like, uh, you know, like, I, I was thinking about that, you know, when I had the uh, Space Family Robinson yes. from Dark Horse. Oh, there's a soft spot in my heart for no, all No, 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 but the stuff. artist, um, Dan Spiegel, is kind mm-hmm. of an overlooked guy who's really competent. I mean, I know he's not like a superstar kind of thing. But, right. But considering the grind those guys were under and they were turning out four or five books a month, yeah. they're surprisingly solid. Okay. You know, so I, I just... Uh, I was already... Well, don't judge a book by its cover. That's all we can say. It's true. No, Buyer beware. Certainly not when there's the Hulk uh, mm-hmm. concern. So how should we talk about movies? Let's move on to movies. Okay. Well, the movie opening this week is uh, Snow White and the Huntsman, which I believe some people at this table were getting rather excited about. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I, you know, actually, I think I think I will I will take this. Buy me I a believe coke. it was David Tapia who was on yes. the show oh, who had seen, right. seen the preview, and he was just he's like, "This thing looks like it's going to be really well, good." Mark went up for Dave in the wrong column. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, if you look at the TV commercials, it looks pretty epic. I mean, the TV looks commercials like look cool. It's pretty it is sumptuously shot, and I and I and I, and I, and I sumptuously. I mean, it is it is beautiful, delicious for the eyes. It is. Uh, I sat through Mirror Mirror, the Tarsum Snow White, you know, thing, and I like, um, you know, like I like Tarsum, and I thought, you know, he's a very visual creative director. And Mirror Mirror was disappointing. It felt mm-hmm. very um, restricted mm-hmm. uh, and, like, is stuck, stuck in sound stages. And at least uh, Snow White and the Huntsman seems like I believe in the world that mm-hmm. it's built. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's visually very creative. But every time they say, who's the fairest one of all? And they cut to Christian Stewart and everybody goes, oh. Well, that is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. I, I don't think that. I think that, you know, Kristen Stewart is. An attractive girl. She's, she's not got a gorgeous. great personality. She's, she's not gorgeous. And she doesn't have a great personality. What oh, okay. makes her interesting <laughs> as a as an actress is, I think. Now, I, I haven't seen the Runaways, where people have said she's actually pretty good in that playing Joan Jett, mm. but um, that she is an actress who goes on the screen and everybody can kind of project. Like in Twilight, girls can see that and go, "Well, I'm at least as attractive <laughs> as she is." So it's kind of like I when have the, more of a personality. So it's like when the mediocre is. girl hangs out with ugly chicks to make yeah. herself right. look hot. Which is the point of the book. If you, hmm. I, I know you haven't read it, but uh, having read Twilight, am I right? Oh, Twilight. I thought you meant Snow White. Uh, yeah. Well, I read that. No, and Twilight, you know, says, says that as Bella Swan. It's like she rarely describes herself. She doesn't. She doesn't consider herself pretty. She doesn't consider herself anything special. She's sure. a swan. 
She's an ugly duckling, right? Yeah. Because I know. And then you know who made an awesome Snow White? Tell me, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but not in that movie, though. No, no, because no. you did need to be badass that on the sci-fi show. They needed to find somebody who could balance between being. Really but could you imagine Zoe Deschanel dancing in a circle, birds flying? Yes, I told him, but that doesn't happen in this. But what oh, I thought okay. was <laughs> happens was Kristen Stewart could. Uh, they could have cast Kristen Stewart in like a Joan of Arc, and she'd have been really. It, she might have been interesting, except I, she can't. It act. looks like they did the commer- the commercials. Sort of make it look armor. like, yeah. And then Chris Hemsworth, I can't tell you what the Huntsman's backstory. I, nothing. It was nothing. You was know, really, the only reason why. I mean, it's like it's Thor. hot chick from Twilight, hot guy from Thor. Thor. Little girls will pay their money and yeah. just be like, oh my god. And there's supposed oh to be god, a love. So tri- there's supposed to be a love triangle. And nobody has enough of who's a personality. Who's the third one? Uh, Doc? The, the prince. Grumpy? No, the guy oh. who's supposed to be the prince. The, <laughs> oh, like okay. the, the duke's son. Are there but dwarves in the movie? There are seven dwarves, but you really wouldn't know it. I mean, they show up. They kind of like... Does she live with them? Uh, not very long, no. Mm. Um, they all kind of get together as a ragtag group of rebels, and then as soon as they actually get to the actual rebellion, then the dwarves are sort of like, oh, yeah, they're there too. And so they're not really important to the story, which is frustrating. Yeah, but it's not called Snow White and the Dwarves no, and it's the called, Huntsman. It's, no, it's called Snow White and the Huntsman. You're right. But it was just boring. Mm. It was boring. And then for a movie that that promised, like, you know, swords, sorcery, actual sorcery, which mm-hmm. was impressively shot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sword, sorcery, they do the still stupid handheld shaky cam so oh. you can't tell what the is going on. Oh, wow. Oh, and I, I know I'm angry about this because oh, one let of the it things out. I appreciated really, you putting that little censored. What thing. I really loved about the Avengers, to go back to that, is I could tell what was happening in every fight scene. That's exactly. And I realized that's, that's one of the first movies yep. in years yep. that I've been absolutely clear what the F was going on. Mm. And yeah, they, it, you can't at all in any scene of the Transformers. Yeah, and right? I can't tell. I, you couldn't tell what was going on in. In Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. And so I was bored, and then it just sort of like... Was so there not, a magic apple? Yes. Okay, well, that's all we need. Yes. And, I, and, and what it? I thought was, it's a shame that in medieval times, no one knew the Heimlich Maneuver, because we could have saved a lot of time and effort. Well, uh, it was invented, like, what, last century? Yeah, yeah, okay. it was. But all still, right. you know, so, yeah. They I didn't was, have Germans so back then. So would you suggest watching the It's movie, a German fairy tale! just watching the cartoon over again? I would watch the cartoon over again. Yeah. Because at least the fact that everybody's two-dimensional in that movie, there's an excuse. They're drawn. Okay? Mm. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Will the dwarves get their own spinoff movie? No. Okay. Good. Just check. Uh, what other movie news you got for us, Derek? Uh, Let's tra- cruise down the aisle and see what we got. Stuck the heart, uh, tra- struck the heart of Lawnville last week. What? When G.I. Joe 2 Retaliation... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're all going to see it, right, guys? Right. Yes. End of June? Yeah. Lies. We're going to see it at the what? end of March. Wait a minute. March already came... In- no, March 2013. What? Yes, I'm sorry, Lon. They've delayed the release of the movie you wanted to see most by eight or nine months. That movie was going to totally kick Avengers' ass. That's all I'm going to say. Assuming that Avengers was already... Again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why? So they can upconvert to 3D, which they should have done in the right first place. after shooting the film. Right. Uh, or just shot it in 3D. Why would they take a movie that everybody was actually kind of looking forward to, delay it nine months, you said? Well, March, just about. Major, and then yeah, release yeah. it in a month not really known for summer movies. Maybe what it's were they bad, thinking? too. 
Well, what? here's the Who? thing. What? The, the upconverting thing, there are people who say that Sounds there, like a smokescreen. Uh, a little bit, but the truth of the matter is that... They make uh, a lot more money. That they do, And apparently, worldwide, 3D action, American action movies... Are doing in like 3D. They, in 3D. Well, as I said, 3D American action movies right. in 3D in redundancies oh, are right. um, are indeed uh, make it 60. They are totally eating that up, and mm-hmm. that's what they want. Apparently, the kids love it too. Um, yeah, and but kids uh, don't know nothing about but movies. The, the other thing is that uh, apparently, like all the fun stuff that the trailer shows that seems really cool is like all the beginning of the movie. Ooh. And so, oh. so they are going. Uh, I also heard a different rumor that there's not enough Channing Tatum. Tatum in it, uh, and that's the rumor that came out today. Is that actually? Uh, I think maybe Hollywood Reporter reported this that they realized they're trying to find a way to reshoot, retainerize it. They could do the Hawkeye bit where they just but put him in a bucket thing, up in the know, sky watching the everything. When they shot GI Joe two, when they shot it, it was before Twenty One Jump Street came out, and now I realize, Lon. You did not like Twenty One. Oh, Jump but Street. it was a big hit. It was a big hit, and so the thing was, and that, he's also got that, Magic Mike that coming. Channing Tatum's star was kind of on the way down, and then suddenly he's he had the vow, that romantic, mm-hmm. um, but it Brr. did really well. Brr. He he got decent reviews for his turn on Saturday Night Live. He Twenty One Jump Street was a big hit, and suddenly his, his stars on the on the rise. And then Magic and Mike, and then Magic Mike, the kind of the, the film. Based By the on way, his do you experience. have a do you have a press screening of that? Not yet. Can I go with you if you do? That's going to feel a little awkward. It's okay. Like every press screening I attend with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Let's just say, remember how you clapped really loud when Thanos came on at the end of Avengers? Yes. I'm going to clap like that every time Tatum takes his clothes off. Uh. <laughs> it was loud. And the woman to the other side of me is going to go, <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> God. What's that? Um, <laughs> That's a magic mic. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, I think we had speculated that you know it's very clear from the trailer that a lot of Joes get killed, and Duke was supposed to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Remember, and, and I said that. Yeah, and the studio has rethought that, and said we can't actually kill off. The guy who is the biggest yeah. ended up being the current biggest star. Why in the didn't film. Hasbro tell them you can't kill, kill Duke, Duke, idiots? Yeah, yeah. Hasbro probably did. Um, I don't think, having seen the Transformers films, I don't think. Ha- and, and by the way, and having sat through Battleship, I don't think Hasbro <laughs> has anything called um, critical faculties. Mm-mm. They just want to figure out how many times they can product place in the movie. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they just can't. Can we put toys? But apparently, the toys that they released for it have now been pulled. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, for Joe. Because I saw one on the shelves and I was going to buy it. Because now they want to time its release better, so they've asked for a recall of everything that's out on the shelves. Bummer. Yeah. So I've been waiting for those. Yeah. Are we at a little bit? Have you seen Have you seen the Legos for the Avengers? Yeah, Iron Man. I've seen a few. Iron Man actually looks that is Lick, pretty good. Rick's second Lego reference this podcast. It is. Uh, Rick's got a lot of time on his hand, and he's building Legos. I was at okay. Target today. He is building a replica of his house, the same size as his house, in out of my in house. Legos in his house. Also, too, though, do you think Hasbro the, the Lego Justin impressive? Ooh. It is. Also, do you think uh, Hasbro was a little scared that? Battleship got sunk Battleship by the tank. Avengers. And the other thing is, GI Joe would have gone up uh, a week before, before Spider Man. Spider Man, and so that's which I thing. think would have been okay because I think that opening weekend it might have took 
the bulk of the money it was going and to take. And it might not have taken another uh, weekend anyway. But, yeah. you know, I think that all the studios now are looking at, because let's face it, Avengers has stayed number one for four weeks. And when that happens, they all start looking at, why is our movie going to be able to do that? No, because no. you don't have a movie, good script. Because your movie sucks. You don't your have Joss movie Whedon. is not the Avengers. Your movie Sorry. is based on a toy line. Yeah. But we've got The Rock. And Bo- a sequel to the worst toy movie ever made. Beloved toy Well, that was the second worst toy movie ever made. What was the first worst? Battle shit. <laughs> I, that's, a, that's a game, though. It's a toy. It, it still is, sucks. Yeah. What about Flubber? Uh, no, that's uh, the toy came after What that. about Slinky? He uh, made, what about Masters of the Universe? That was Slinky a pretty Dog. Big movie. Uh, there are moments of oh, Masters of the Universe, Universe that I uh, enjoy. And you've got <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, you've got Frank Langella, and Courtney Cox. Yeah. All right. He wins. I'm just saying. All right, let's go further down the aisle. He-Man start uh, the James Robinson He-Man. Uh, I think August. Is it August? I think August. So um, what's what's next on the list? Uh, well, what's the uh, Lon? Did you see who the secret villain of Iron Man three was revealed to be? Today? I did, and I'm scratching my head. But I am too. But I will say this: I'm now more intrigued because they were saying it was going to be all about the extremists yeah. storyline, but now this seems like it might not be. I don't know. Well, they melt a couple I of storylines together. I don't well, know. Well, I think that uh, a site reported, and I, s- I don't know if, if this is true You haven't or seen not. the pictures? No, I saw the pictures. We looked, oh, at, okay. it, we looked at it earlier. Uh, but uh, that a site reported that Ben Kingsley has been confirmed as the Mandarin, which they have been that denying. That makes in- total sense, though. And yeah. then it does make sense to me that if you combine, because the Mandarin was involved in the extremist storyline, too, wasn't he? I don't recall. I don't the Mandarin is involved so. in I don't know. Everything. I have it on my phone. I need to read it. But the Mandarin, yeah, the Mandarin's everywhere. Um, and then should we, I guess we should go ahead and say James Badge Dale, who was in that uh, um, a show a couple years ago on TNT called Rubicon. Uh, oh, vague recollection. Yeah, about oh, like, is he the one from uh, not Band of Brothers, but The Pacific? Maybe was he on that maybe too. I haven't seen. I haven't watched. The I Pacific. like that guy. He's a good so, actor. Uh, he is a good actor, uh, and he kind of looks like Norman Osborn to me. But anyway, or he showed the up, young Norman Osborn. The young Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. So there are pictures leaked today of him on set in the Iron Patriot costume, which I could totally see. One of the things that we could pick up from Iron Man 2 was exactly that the government wants the armor. If the Mandarin is in direct opposition to Iron Man and, one, and, and is being like a Chinese nationalist coming in, a businessman who offers that technology to the government, I could see the Iron Patriot. You mean the Iron Patriot armor is made in China? Yes. <laughs> Head blown. <laughs> yes. Head the Iron Man the whole movie is armor being produced by China. Is wow. stolen Iron Man armor. Which I think we mentioned, by the way, uh, the AMC just got bought by a Chinese company as well. Oh, so. great. Yeah. AMC Theaters or AMC, AMC Theaters? The AMC Theaters. The, AMC channel. The, cha- the channel is now owned by... And it's got the, the, the dorkiest name is. for a company, too. I can't remember what it was. Well, let's, not, like, let's not start an, like another... Like Fat Let's not start another international incident, Rick. Uh, okay. okay. Usually I have to worry about the it guy on my well. right. It didn't end No, well. it didn't. No. We just got you out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thanks to uh, President Clinton, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Good. I love that man. Mm-hmm. He does like to spoon. Uh, he does. And uh, Simon Pegg gave an interview in which he said categorically, uh, there is no con in Star Trek II. But, and what of else did course. he say? He was only talking about Shaka. Right. Benedict Cumberbatch is not con, but he is an interesting villain. And uh, I guess he said that he really doesn't like spoilers. Yep. But didn't he just give a spoiler? 
No, he dispelled no, dispel a spoiler, spoiler rumor. Yeah, but that's also a spoiler. Spoiler, there's no con. Oh, well, okay. Well, well that's saying in a weird alternate reality, yes. Actually, that's that's kind of an improver. <laughs> yeah. That's a freshener. <laughs> you know what? I've already seen Wrath of Khan. I don't want to see it again. Exactly. exactly. Well, I do want to see it again. I'll see the I'll original just, I've again. I've got it on Blu-ray, and that's what I want to get out and watch. Give yes. me Bumberbrick Cropperbratch or whatever his name Benedict is. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> uh, and just make him the villain. Okay? Wait a minute. He is. All right, good. No, but don't go like, Bumberbrick. Don't give him a character Humper name. Humperdick is the villain? No. No, Bumberbrick. Well, he's, he's the guy that just lost Eurovision. Yes, Bumberbick Cropper Patch is the villain in Star Trek 2. No, he's the guy from Goonies. He gets crushed by the rock in Goonies. Huh? What? Chester Copperpot. Uh-oh. Chester Copperpot. That's a different guy. That's the guy playing Bumberbrick Cropper Patch is the bad guy. That's getting kind of meta. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of that, how about um, Rick? You went to see the Avengers in the coveted I did D box seats. I did. I paid the extra. Hey, I paid don't call him that. <laughs> no, I that's paid actually what they're called. I paid oh, okay. twenty one dollars for what? one ticket. For my ticket. One ticket. One ticket. Twenty one dollars. One ticket. But then yeah, there's there's a bonus there because the D box at least in my local camera seven theater. The, f- the best two rows in the theater are reserved for these D-Box seats. which it's Reserved are, for the people that paid $21 exactly. for one ticket? But on top of that... A special no-spill popcorn? No. But they do have really huge drink holders, though. They're like double-sized drink holders. Um, when you go in there, you actually buy a specific seat. Like so LA. Make sense. So you can go in the day before and, and pick out the, the front row center seat that you want. In that, in that you have second to go the day tier. before to do this. No, you can go any time. Oh. I mean, and, and and usually they're, they're like a half an hour before. No one's bought any. They have a seating chart. They have a seating chart. Oh, okay. And when when you're in there before the movie comes on, the manager comes by and checks. Make uh, sure you're in the make right sure seat. you're in the right seat. Does it buckle you in too? No. Oh, okay. If you if that seat has not been sold, it does not get activated. And Good. what activation mm. means is these seats are. Tied to the movie electronically to do things like vibrate and move to the left or right to sway with the action on the film. So, like when Tony Stark's banking left, the seat kind of well goes, goes over to the for left. For those of us who grew up in the Bay Area at Great America, the Days of Thunder ride, yeah. exactly, or, uh, or at Oak Ridge Mall, the uh, weird box-looking thing you get in and yes. Or in a much, ride a roller coaster. A much better effect is the Star Wars. No, the Star, uh, Star Tours. Tours. Yeah. Star but Star Tours, Tours, the whole room moves and yes. banks and stuff. This is just your chair. Or kind of like when you drop LSD and then you go rent, like, right. you know, Star Wars or something. Um, and really haven't done that. Oh. But the, uh, the thing about but these... kind of like it. The, and we the thing about the seats is... you out. They do, have, they do have the vibration. They do have the motion. They have additional speakers in the seat itself. Do they have more cushion so for the cushion? Yours would. Okay. Um, so, nice. So uh, when, when oh, you're watching... Sour. When you're watching the screen, you're, you're getting emotion. Now the... the you're getting prob- emotion? You're getting emotion, yes. Oh, that's sweet. The, you're going to tear up. There's a couple of problems with this, though. First of all, your feet are still on the ground. Oh. So you're not the seat. Yeah, your the whole seat isn't swaying because you feel still have your feet anchored, which kind of dispels the illusion. Couldn't you pick your feet up off the ground? You have to sit you Indian could, style. Could but I'm six one and my feet. Uh, I'd have to be holding them out in front of me like some kind of weird they'd yoga to, exercise. They'd have to lower the floor. <laughs> you mean as opposed yeah. to sitting in a moving I was gonna, seat? Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Um, the seats have an adjustment of how strong you want the action to be. There's like seven different positions that you can you can. I want the full Avenger. I saw no reason not to have it all the way up. Right in in, in Hindu, there's ninety seven. You went full now. <laughs> now. <laughs> full Avenger. Oh, you never go full Avenger. Mm. Oh. Robert Downey Jr. Nice. Mm. Okay. So the the last point I wanted to make about this is the the one of the problems with the <laughs> he's not going to recover. I'm not going to recover. Keep going, Rick. So power through. One of the problems with this is some of the sometimes the the point of view is wrong. So for example, oh, I think so. <laughs> you're, the the for example when you're there's that helicopter scene where the helicopter is coming in and Colson's standing on the ground watching the helicopter come in. You can you can feel the rotor blades in the seat, but then the ro- the the helicopter banks left and the seat banks to the left. That's fine, except for you, at this point the camera is at Colson's point of view, uh, looking yeah, yeah. up at the helicopter. Unless and Colson, LMD Colson, who's in the helicopter, in the helicopter and, and, but we still got the wrong the point actual of view. So, <laughs> but you're supposed to pretend you're in the copter right. looking at Colson, right? So it, it it blows it a couple times. The the what I've read online is that the Avengers is actually the best D box movie they've ever made. That's what the people who who actually like this technology. And I've never really i i I have an opportunity. And I won't go into to go see it again in the same seat for free. Oh, but, um, but I'm not sure I'm going to. I'll take your uh, ticket. Well. Maybe you now, will. wait a minute. Did you watch this in <laughs> D-Box 3D? Yes. So not only were you experiencing the, sensor, the sensory stimulation from right. through your eyes, your body was also stimulated through the D-Bag. Indeed. Bo- D-Bag seat. Yes. And so then after that, so you had a full-on He had the full-on yeah. You had no. a full... Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, How I... How did you survive? I didn't have a happy ending because... The uh, well, the projector, wistful film, hmm. really. The, yeah. the the projector actually burnt out halfway through the film. Oh. What? It wasn't exhausted. Oh. The guy said it wasn't exhausting properly, and it overheated. Good lord! That's why I have a ticket for it again because oh, they gave us they gave us our monies back and they gave us uh, free oh, tickets. Nice. Okay. Good for yeah. them. So then you'd really only be and going but for there ten fifty if you went again. There really aren't that many D box. There's theaters. a couple in town in our uh, in our area. Morgan There's Hill, Camera Seven, Camera Seven, yep. and I looked up on the web. There were. I think What's the one at Oak Ridge? There may be one at Oak Ridge. Do they have like XD experience? Is that I what it is? It's like the big lounge I think chairs. It's digital. That they don't I don't move. think it's. Uh, yeah, I don't oh. think it's. Uh, okay. Shaking it up, hmm. but uh, it'd be interesting. We should check that out because I and, and I don't hear a. I don't hear that talked about down in Los Angeles either. Like, you know, I've heard like the Arclight Cinemas where they have the big thing. you got to buy your seat. And, <laughs> and you pick your seat. I just want to watch weir- a movie. The weirdest movies have been sense? done with this. Jackass. The movie Jackass was done in D-Box. Um, and I am number four. I recall that because my son yeah. and I sat in the Morgan Hill. They had a little demo seat and they showed a trailer for I am number four. And so we sat so and, sat watched, and that watched that. And watched that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, great. But I might, I'm, I might be willing to spend. It's like an amusement park. Because to me, like... When I went to see Polar Express in IMAX 3D, mm-hmm. that was like just getting on a two-hour roller coaster ride. Right. And so if that's what the experience I want to have, I could see doing that. 
but it's an awfully is big it commitment. Anything comparable to some snot-nosed kid behind you with their foot on the back of your chair? No. <laughs> okay, no. good. Because no. those, but those are what I get. will come to your screening and kick your chair at key moments, mm-hmm. if you like. Yeah, yeah you I'll bank to it to the left. I'll bank it to the right. The, the that is <laughs> indeed Lon Lopez. He'll bank it every single D-bag seating. D-bag seating. You do not want to be sitting behind these seats during movie, though. I did oh, that I once because they're shaking around. You can hear the if you're not in the chair, you can hear the, the person chair. Next to you going, oh, oh. <laughs> that makes yeah. perfect what sense. You already have a half D box theater yeah. and half regular seat theater. Yeah. Sensible. Well, Unless you're watching like RoboCop, because then it would just fit right in. The no, be like, <laughs> okay. Shall we talk about television? Let's finally like switch television. over. Let's change the channel, Derek. And go into television. Are you excited about the return of True Blood with Christopher Me? Maloney coming in as a new character? Yeah. I am. I'll watch it. Um, I you know last season's was okay. Did you watch the recap that they just broadcast? No, it was good. Yeah, I mean last season was weird with the whole witches and the and the possession and the demons. But and you know, the summing Mexicans that up in like twenty the, minutes was actually a pretty good watch. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like True Blood. I'm going to watch it. They I'm going to watch some it of the anyway. Scenes of Russell getting dug up this season. And spoiler alert. Well, it's not that big of a spoiler. Um. Yeah, but you know what? I'll watch it. I just want to see more nude Sookie. That's all. The best so. thing about that preview, you get to watch all the actors talking about the show in their normal accents. That's awesome. So all the Australian, Australian British, New Zealand British, people. Uh, vampire is talking. Yep. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that starts in two weeks, right? Because you've got Game of Thrones finale right. this mm-hmm. upcoming Sunday, June 3rd, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think so. So True Blood will start June 10th. Hmm. So hmm. looking forward to that. Hmm. Uh, is anybody watching Girls? Anybody? No, no, I have not been watching that. I saw the commercial for it. It looked kind of good. It's uh, it's had some controversy. Why has it had some controversy? Because of the sex. Why? It's just like any other show on HBO. HBO, yeah. Just because uh, it doesn't have dragons and swords. Well, in it. I'm sorry, you can't have sex without dragons and swords. Uh, yes, you can. It's what? called life. What? I will say this though. Last week's I episode. I saving myself for something special. Last week, save yourself for a dragon. No, I just wanted to have dragons and swords involved. Last week's episode, I saw something I thought I'd never see in my whole life. Peter Scolari's Little Scolari. What? Yeah. Peter Scolari? Peter Scolari. First of all, I'm almost stunned that Peter Scolari's in it. Oh, he's still working. Oh, yes. I mean, I like Peter Scolari. Oh, yeah, he's great. I love him. But, uh, yeah, he had a nude scene last week. (laughs) Yeah, and let's just say... uh, I saw some bosom buddy. All right, so it was uh, okay. Um, it's frightening. Let's move on to Falling Skies because it's more genre related. You oh, said okay. something yeah. horrible, and it's a comedy. So, uh, Falling Skies, the TNT alien invasion. I never right. finished the first one. Did I, I never finished. The I watched it all the way through. I did. And uh, it, 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 are we actually, excited for the second season? I am because they kind of left it on a, somewhat of a cliffhanger. With uh, was their intent? Yes. Well, we found out that the main alien race we'd been seeing all through the first show was actually a slave race. Oh, snap. And uh, clever twist, clever twist. I like it. And then the the lead character, Noah Wiley, actually goes into one of their ships. Oh, along, along snap! With, along with the his son, Moonblood, good converted. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then. Supposedly he's going to come out, but they're they're, they're ambiguous as to what happened. Yeah, come out of the ship. Okay. Um, hey, could have been falling pants. Oh, all, right. Sorry. all right, I'm okay. tired of you. Okay. The, one of the more interesting things, I guess, this week is that they had a full page ad in 
magazines where please again, watch our show. No, again, oh. you can you can download a VR a, an AR augmented reality application and look at their and look at their page and see a clip from the uh, from the, from the upcoming season. Oh. Uh, which. Uh, it would only have gone too far when there was like a 60 minutes AR app. Yeah. <laughs> Get your picture taken with Mike Wallace. Virtual Mick, uh, Andy Rooney. Mick, Andy, Andy Rooney. Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Well, that's okay. He, yeah. he's, he's still alive. I don't like AR. <laughs> I don't know what it stands for. Actually, I hadn't realized. I, I did go and play with all the AR on the Marvel books uh, uh-huh. last week, and I hadn't realized that they keep the panel perspective. If you tilt the, uh, if you tilt the book... If you tilt it too far, it goes out. But if you tilt the book, you get the panel keystones, so oh, you're I looking at it at a weird angle, yeah. uh, which does kind of get a, a little bit of a 3D effect in there. But you know, it's, Please, it's it kind of like, feel, it doesn't feel like I don't know why they I don't like 3D. I don't know why I'm my complaining head. about it. I already have the app. Yes. So Interesting. So uh, I'm actually looking forward to... Okay. Uh, to I don't have enough room skies. on my phone. What? Okay. There's not enough memory on my phone. To <laughs> Marvel AR. You don't have a follow-up joke. In it. Oh. Okay. You need to get a better phone. All right. Too late. I have to get a car. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, mm-hmm. so, Rub it in. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, and there's also a photo officially released of Michonne from Walking Dead. Yes. What was her name again, oh, Nate? Oh, I can't Denar- pronounce it. Den- Denaria no, Danae. 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 Guerrera. I'll bet she'll be a guest at Comic Con, and this is why. Danae Guerrera. Something to that effect. Yeah, it's hard to pronounce. I know that because Robert Kirkman, I've heard pronounce it at least seven different ways. Pair trains are coming. Danae Guerrera. I was just gonna say that. Wow, I haven't heard a train this whole podcast. Guerrera. Yep. It came at the end. It's okay. Not that what you just heard was a train because we don't. We're nowhere near a train no. track. No. Uh-uh. We are in a safe house in an undisclosed location. We're you know, underground. That was a a automated art? bolt. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of going to miss going to Comic Con this year. You oh, guys geez. tell me all about. I knew it. you were going to have that. It's to that time that Lon is upset that he said he didn't no, want to go. No, because I, I don't really want to go that early in July. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I am going to like... All right, pay up. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I'm definitely not going to go. But I do. There's a, I have a soft spot in my heart, I think, somewhere. But I will miss the parties. I will not miss the actual convention. And a restraining order. Don't forget about a restraining order. Yeah. Who, do I, who would have a restraining order by me? Everybody at Comic-Con. Oh, okay. Yeah. Half right. the cast of Big Bang Theory. Right. No, but I think I'm going to miss, like, hanging out with you guys and going to, like, uh, the Peter cool Brady's stuff. Peter Brady's wife, whatever, you know, who was in the... Uh, I've talked and met her many times. I know, She's a lovely why, woman. that's why she got a restraining order. Oh, what? She loves me. Amy Harrison Curry. Ford. Uh, yes. I have a picture with her. Um, I know. I took it. Oh, that's right. Before you turned off the camera. Or after you turned off the, the camera. That one I officially got. Oh, okay. So get, got let it go. All right. Let it go, Lopez. You know what I'm not going to miss? What? You at Comic-Con. Oh, Ooh, that is hurtful. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to miss you, Lon. Thanks, Nate. That's fine. You can walk around with a cutout of Lon. Mm. You should. <laughs> can Lon I, if and I, I are going to interview you today. <laughs> you uh. could, like the flat Stanley. You can bring a flat <laughs> lawn along and have people sign it. If I made you a lawn t-shirt, would you wear it? 
Most likely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> got my t-shirts picked out. Already. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've got your t-shirts picked out for Comic-Con That's already? right. Green Hulk. Gray Hulk. <laughs> Red. Team Iron Hulk. Crotch. Yeah. <laughs> Team Iron Crotch Two being more. a reference to your brother's comic strip. That's right. Yes. I think we should do a photo shoot ahead of time so that people can spot Nate. It'll be like a little game we play at Comic-Con. Spot Nate. That's yeah. right. They can win stuff from if the swag can, bag. Yeah. Yes. People who send us pictures of Nate. Of, uh, Nate yeah. Where's Costa? That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I yeah. bet nobody wins. <laughs> <laughs> We're all winners, Nate. Actually, technically, for the fans of Lawn, I will be there, but I'll be in costume. So uh, you so can find for me, the Pikachu, <laughs> wandering around. You can you. find me. I'll give you a hundred dollars. Oh, that'd be funny though. If they, every like they'll knock on everybody with a mask, and it's like, oh, it's Gene Simmons. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> oh, look, it's Seth Green. Oh, oh sorry. It's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was looking for Lon Lopez. Okay, mm-hmm. well, it's not you. I yeah. think we're That's done, it. aren't we're we? Done. So if we haven't talked about wrestling yet. Oh, you got some wrestling news? No. I didn't have it. Oh, thanks. Oh, uh, WWE 13 uh, cover was released at CM Punk. There you go. There's okay, your wrestling Okay, news. so we've got qu- if you've got questions, comments, commentary, compliments, any other suggestions for what we do with Nate at Comic-Con, because this is the first year officially you are going as a representative of Fanboy Planet. That You've gone true. before. I'm going to start emailing the uh, comic professionals to see if I can get interviews, interviews awesome. ASAP. Excellent. There you go. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So uh, there we go. Write into editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. And we just might read your letter on the air. We just might. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. I'm Lon Lopez, hoping to see you all at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. I'm Nate Costa, and let's be honest, if you email us, there's a 99% chance we do read it on the air. This is true. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers only for good. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatluke.com.